0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rent a lot of time back with good friend of the channel, Mr. Jonathan Twamley. How are you
1: doing, sir? I'm doing great, Michael. As I Every Thursday is a great day for me. Oh, I'm that's here. awesome.
0: Well, hey, I just remember something that you and I were talking about seemingly for 100 weeks in a row were the new unemployment claims. Remember those conversations?
1: Yeah. Yes, I do.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw it, but it had a record low since 1968, 166,000. So yes. we are now talking record lows, not record highs. So that, that feels good.
1: Yes, that is a much better <laughs> That's a much conversation better. to be having than the other way around. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. Well, one of the things I wanted to do here is I don't think there's
0: anybody on the planet that would not agree that inflation is a problem today, Yeah. right? We even have the biggest dove, Brainerd, uh, Brainard, um, now saying we got a problem, right? So when she's on board with raising rates, all the doves are gone.
1: She's a, and just to clarify who she is. She's on the Fed Board of Governors. She's a yeah, Fed. she is
0: the uh, second in charge. OK, she, yeah, she's number two right behind Powell and um, all the doves, even Mary Daly from San Francisco is a hawk now. I mean, all of them, nine of
1: Janet, them, Janet Yellen,
0: Janet Yellen. Yeah, she's uh, Treasury Secretary. She's out saying it's a problem. Everybody's saying inflation is a problem.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, they 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 had they had quotes. What is today? Thursday on Tuesday saying inflation is so bad. It's like, you don't have a job. I'm like, wow. I mean, that's, wow. that's, that's, that's kind of crazy. That's- so anyways, they're all hawks now. Yeah. So I believe there are three ways the fed can beat back inflation. Now that we all agree it's here and I want to lay them out for you and get your thoughts. Okay. So I think there's only three ways to do it. Number one, they could pull out Paul Volcker's playbook and take charge of rates which means raise more frequently raise on the weekends don't tell anybody they're coming just surprise the market out of left field or right field or whatever you want to say it that is one way they could do it it would obviously have huge ramifications for the stock market and asset prices all of it but we know it works Paul Volcker proved it uh I we I think we can also say with pretty good confidence that Powell and team won't be doing option one but it is an option right don't don't think it'll happen right
1: no I don't think I, I frankly inflation is not as bad as it was in the 70s so it doesn't require the same medicine I would okay think.
0: all right so that's one way they could do it just they're in charge take control more rises on the weekend don't tell anybody's coming number two I call it the Ben Bernanke route which is basically clearly as fed speak is which is it's it's always a little murky because they want to have they want to have options to get out just in case something happens. But basically at every meeting, tell the market what is coming in the next meeting, right? Clearly articulate, hence the last two weeks that a 50 basis point coming in is in March or in May, excuse me. So, so tell them what's coming and then deliver what is coming. I think that is probably where they are today. Um, but And that is strategy number two.
1: What do you think? Well, I'd like to hear what strategy is number three. Oh, number three. Okay. So about, but I do but I do agree with you. I think that's you know, it's probably where they're gonna go. But so uh,
0: number three, I hear a lot in my comments. I don't agree with them, but I hear them enough. I thought I thought, yeah, maybe. Number three is the Fed's gonna to talk tough. They're gonna to be the big bully. And then, like lots of bullies, once a fight happens, they run away and they don't do anything. So in this example, the Fed's gonna to talk tough 50 bases, 75 bases. We're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, and then nothing happens right those are the three things that that you know basically they can talk inflation down
1: yeah i don't think well no i don't think they can talk inflation down without following up with action because they'll just very quickly lose credibility and no one will believe that right? exactly so, that's what so i i think yeah. that they're kind of their hand is a little bit forced at the moment so i think what they're going to do is the Bernanke option mm-hmm. which is just i believe mean, they've been trying this for a long time right and covid sort of you know yeah the taper tantrum Screwed it up, I th- and then COVID definitely screwed it up. Mm-hmm. But I think at this point they really don't have much of a choice, and yeah. they got to get back to even. Yeah, they've got to get back to the what do they call it—the natural rate, natural of, rate, uh, neutral, the, neutral rate, neutral rate of interest, right? So th- th- that's I think at, at the very least they have to get back there. It's not <laughs> probably not slightly higher above now, yeah.
0: and then try back. to rein
1: in inflation right. Yeah. So I, I I just don't see any other option that they've got. Uh, you know, it, th- I think they will do number two, mm-hmm. uh, you know, until such time as number one becomes necessary, if it, if it becomes necessary. Right? I exactly and, agree. I, I think
0: I, option number three is, option number three is, basically what option three is, again, talk tough, do nothing, is the buy the dip crowd. That's, right. that, and yeah. I, I, you know, first off, that strategy has worked amazing the last couple of years. Amazing. Yeah. I don't see that working I think the Fed is like, you know, the, the Fed told us two years ago now, it's been two years that unemployment or full employment was suddenly their number one priority. It was always kind of 1B, then it was 1A, and we got what we got. They are now telling us that 1B, employment, not even looked at. We are only worried about stable prices, and uh, they're going up. So I don't, I, I, get enough comments like, you don't understand. The Fed is neuter. They can't do anything they can't afford the debt
1: blah, blah, blah. i'm like you guys are not paying attention yeah. uh, it's it's coming i mean look and i just to be really cynical about it sure that you know for a long time and people have made the argument i think it's somewhat somewhat compelling that the fed's hands are kind of tied by the size of the federal budget deficit because the i de- hear that the service on the federal debt you know will go up and it'll cripple the government but i mean the, ma- the math doesn't work. So, logically,
0: I hear that all the time. You don't understand, Michael. We got nine trillion or 30 trillion or whatever it is. They can't take rates up because then they can't service the debt. Folks, all the debt doesn't reset on the same day, right? This whole magically 30 trillion is going to go from 1% to 5%. That's not how it works.
1: Not just that, they're just going to issue more debt, right? That's to pay for the debt before, right? It'll just keep playing but, the same game. But right? they
0: won't even have to do that for years. The math doesn't support it. They could take rates today to 5%. And yes, if you take 5% times 30 trillion, we don't have enough debt. But all the debt doesn't reset to whatever what is today, Thursday, April 7th. That's not how the system works. Yeah. Right? They could they could raise rates to 5%. They can run it for 6 months and then they could break inflation and then they could take it to 3 and bingo bingo we're all good. I mean
1: and listen, the federal budget deficit is down substantially. It's still huge, but it's still also huge, down. but yeah, it's still huge, and it's, we're still accumulating debt. Mm-hmm. But it is down by a lot. On so a percentage basis, that's yeah. helping, right? Yep. So I, I agree with you. I, I I don't I don't see that as tying the Fed's hands. And frankly, I think all. that I think that the pressure to do something about inflation is greater anyway. And yeah. and kind of like the federal budget deficit in a way. It's like the, the Fed could say that's Congress's problem. Right?
0: Exactly.
1: Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like our, if they if they don't, they if, can
0: always if, raise taxes and pay that if off. This
1: so. is a problem. Yeah, they can raise taxes. They can cut spending. They can yep. they can balance the budget and solve that problem. That's on Congress that on. to solve, right? Exactly. And yeah. and if anything, maybe raising interest rates are going to force their hand, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, but our responsibility is not to solve the de- the budget deficit. It's I you know, agree. Yeah. It is to keep inflation at bay right now Mm -hmm. because because employment is not an issue right so um yeah yeah. so i i think i i think that option two right option two is where they're going to go and i think that this time uh they're also i think going to be a lot less sensitive to wall street screaming and yelling if it comes to that too i
0: totally agree they're they're going to there there's always again the other thing i get is you don't understand the fed is in bed with wall street they're going to protect wall street not main street and i would argue that you could probably make that argument logically speaking for the last decade or two. No problem. I believe it changed. I believe they now inflation is so bad. It is hurting the, the, the people that least can afford it. Uh, I believe they're going to, you know, I don't know if it's quite the middle finger, but maybe to wall street saying, Hey, I, sorry, you're going to feel some pain for a while. We've, we've got to get this thing under control.
1: Uh, Yeah. But also they can, they can point at the record profits on wall street and say, Hey, use use equity to finance something for a change yeah exactly you you get all this cash yeah you know, like yeah so right yeah
0: yeah so the last thing i want to talk about since i got a couple minutes here is the fed uh for the first time in my adult life uh the fed is actually going to be in uh, impacting not only the front end which they've done all the time with the funds rate right this is that whole let's raise 25 or 50 basis points but their balance sheet $9 trillion, roughly 65% Treasuries, 35% mortgage-backed securities, they now, because they're going to be reducing their balance sheet, will also impact the long end. And uh, I don't think people are realizing this. I actually said it a couple of days ago when the yield curve inverted, I said, just wait until they start selling. The yield curve will not be inverted because again, they're going to impact. So again, I think the Fed has a new tool They've allowed their balance sheet to get so big that they now can play with the long end as well. Do you see it that way?
1: I mean, I never thought of that before, but that's, I mean, it seems to reason, right? If they have the ability to move the markets by selling, they've got Absolutely. Stuff to sell. Yeah. They, they can definitely, you know, keep wall street from fighting the interest rate hikes. Right. So yeah. Very interesting point. Uh,
0: yeah they're going to be playing with both sides of the curve and again i don't expect the yield curve to invert again because they will just play with they, they will throttle how much they're
1: selling yeah and it's sort of you know and, and just back to the point about the price discovery being gone mm-hmm. it's interesting how th- this also just shows that the whole yield curve inversion tool is kind of irrelevant under these circumstances Agreed. right because both ends of it because it used to when when rates were not so heavily manipulated by by the Fed and other central banks, right, mm-hmm. and it was more, you know, they had a neutral rate of interest or tried to, and they and then, you know, interest rates were set by the mar- by market forces. Correct. Then it then it meant something. Yeah. Right? But it when it's simply that. like, well, okay, now the Fed can just drive down the long term or drive up the long term rate too, or drive yeah. it down. Either, whatever direction it wants to go, and it can just cause the inversion to reverse, then it doesn't mean anything anymore, right? So yeah, it doesn't uh, mean anything. Yeah. So all the people saying, you know, you know, we got the cross, the death cross, like it's just, yeah, it, yeah. It it's, it's,
0: it yeah. This this time, uh, you know, it, th- the pandemic, the nine trillion dollars, the free money, month and month. Mon- and, Modern monetary theory, all this stuff that was tried—helicopter money—it has caused the old rules not to apply.
1: And just one more point on this: mm-hmm. the long end. Yep. I know there are going to be people who are going to do it. "Well, what if nobody buys the debt? It's going to make interest rates go higher." Exactly. Like, there, there will be
0: a buyer at some yeah, price.
1: Right. So, so yes, exactly. The, the and the higher the interest rates go, you know, and then and then you just go turn back to the conversation we had a couple minutes ago. Exactly. About when you've got insurance companies. Who are saying are we going to take on the headache of buying commercial property or are we going to just buy take treasuries yeah we're just going to buy the treasuries if absolutely three percent right and let's
0: not forget the rest of the world right europe and asia predominantly still have negative rates you don't think they want to make three or four percent are you kidding me come on it's crazy jonathan how can people find you
1: they can find me on many different places in many different places uh mm-hmm. but one way, if you would like to invest with me is to Google my company, Tuber Disaster Management and fill out the investor form. If you are accredited uh, and get on my investor list, um, you can also go, if you would like to not invest with me, but you would like to learn how to become someone like me who does investments and gets investor money and all that kind of stuff. I have a whole suite of courses and monthly calls and all sorts of stuff that you can participate in if you go to multifamilylaunchpad.org join And finally, if you just want to participate in the conversation with me uh, for free, uh, you can go to the Multifamily Investment Community on Facebook, sign up there and uh, join 12,000 of my closest (laughs) friends. and uh, Including (laughs) me, I'm there. (laughs) Talk about multifamily. Yes. Yes. There you go. Thanks, Jonathan. Absolutely.